Thanks, Vanessa. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. Time now for this, Dan. Hello, Moto. Can I just say, Vossi, this this message has been here all morning. I just want to read it out quickly. Uh, where you go? I've got compliance training later, so they may bring this up as an example for things I can't say on air. But anyway, uh, Widgie says, I'd like the Motorola chick to talk dirty to me. Do you guys know if she has anything available and audible? <laughs> okay. <laughs> slide by. Uh, I'll, I'll read another text. This one. And as I read them as they come in, dream on bulldogs. If you put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. That from DK11. That's pretty savage on the Arsh. bulldogs. Been a lot of chat, but that's what the text line is for. Um, right now, we've we've you know we've promised this. This is I'm gonna have uh, Valentine's Day a week late and spend four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Mr. Charlie Goose, what's up, Charlie, with this segment? That make you go mm. topical. $52 old fashioned last night made me go, hmm. Yeah, well, how much? $52 for a Japanese old fashioned. I went to Sokyo last night uh, with my girlfriend because mm. I had COVID last week, couldn't attend. As we've been, my Valentine's as I've read Day. somewhere, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my Valentine's Day dinner, yeah. so I pushed it back a week. Uh, had a pretty good night last night. And my, this is a sponsored my, segment? <laughs> uh, mate, if Sokyo will sponsor this, then absolutely. But, um, <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, Japanese. Uh, well, an old fashioned is my favourite cocktail, and right. uh, the only one they had there was a Japanese old fashioned. Glad you explained that because I, I, I thought Japanese old fashioned was <laughs> there must have been something about yeah. the fifty two dollars. Yeah. Well, that might be good value. I don't know what a Japanese old fashioned was, um, and I don't know why no, I'm talking about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things that make you go, mm, apart yeah. from that four fifty dollar bill. Um, uh, Charlie, what have you got for us? Because this is this is quite an emotional moment because we haven't had you uh, on the <laughs> Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy show and James and people like to think that with an off-season under your belt, you've, you've improved, you've come back bigger, faster, stronger. Let us sit in judgment of you now. What have you got? Let's hope it's good. Yeah, so I've, I've scoured the internet um, and I found this, uh, this gem. So a 70-year-old woman who went on uh, this morning, which is a, um, a UK uh, breakfast uh, television show, mm. She's revealed that her husband of 48 years keeps disappearing to Thailand and sending hundreds of pounds there monthly. The anonymous caller who went by Julie said that her husband leaves without telling her and is tight-lipped about where the cash is going, dismissively claiming it's none of her business. She says, it's normally on a Wednesday night. I just come home. There's no note, nothing. Passport gone. Clothes gone. I'm 70 now. I just don't know what to do. I'm thinking, how long have I got? Julie clarified that the money isn't taken out of a joint account. It is unclear what the pair's financial situation is. I think that makes me go, hmm. Is that seriously the crux of the segment, that sort of material? Because I thought... I That's thought, not where I, I thought, thought it was this going. Was, no, SEN. I thought this was like the sports network, Hamer Sport. Yeah. And you've had all day, if not eight days to come up with a contribution to the show and that was it? And that, and that is it. You've just folded the piece of paper and got nothing else. That's it. Things <laughs> have mm. uh, yeah. Har- uh, Charlie, may I say, your segment deserves this. Your whole future <laughs> in the media, your job is now. 
I, I, I will say that that's a lot. What you just said just then is a lot nicer than what Jimmy Smith said to me over, over the summer. Is that right? Have, have, you, have you heard what he said oh, to me over the summer? Savage. Dan, have we still got that? I have to find it. Yeah, well, find okay. It. Well, we'll yep. find that out. Yep. But if you want to get HR, they're around the corner. I'm sure we've got an HR person. Oh, believe me, well, I've been in contact. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is, folks. Uh, you can be the judge of that segment. Reptile, are you out there? What are you going to score? <laughs> this was Jimmy's attack on you, apparently. Alleged attack. Let's have a listen. You have proven yourself to be a complete dead shit. <laughs> what? That went to where? What? Yeah, what? That makes you go. <laughs> oh, that's you know, that's not on. No, I mean it's, it's, there's some truth to it, but uh, I'm sorry, you, you're not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for that segment, Charlie. Great. Thank Fantastic. you. Thanks. Um, geez, what hope we got to get a sponsor for that segment? Oh, is that it? <laughs> okay, 21 and a half minutes to nine. Thank you, Charlie Gustavism. Uh, we've been talking about, let's think outside the box, um, in terms of the next halfback. If you're paying 1.25 for Mitchell Moses, is there another player not playing halfback, like Nico Hines was previous to joining Cronulla, that you can turn into a top-quality halfback and become one of the best in the game? And I think Nico Hines is now in that yeah. conversation. So uh, here's a suggestion. Um, Vossi and James, the next best halfback who's not a seven right now, Blake Taff at South Sydney, not getting a fair go at the Rabbits. Blake Taff. It's a good one. I thought he was really good in the trials. I like it. He's already got grand final experience or the experience of a grand final and and he can kick goals as well. So there's the other, what we're talking about, the Moses string to the bow, a halfback who, who does all of that at the kicking, um, caper. Uh, we had a text there too, uh, rattling off a number of, um, current hookers, that could play halfback. Are there? You, you couldn't. You wouldn't switch Reed Marnie to halfback. But could Damian Cook be a halfback? I know it's late in his career. He's well yep. into. He's into his thirties now. But yep. I think Damian if, Cook uh, could he have been a halfback? If Mitch Moses went down at Parramatta, I'd be looking at Josh Hodgson to fill in at Ooh. halfback. I think he's pretty crafty. Had a bit of a kicking game. But it seems to be the most common thread here is fullbacks, right? So we had. Jaden Campbell was suggested, which I think is great. Reese Walsh, Blake Taff, all fullbacks who could come into halfback, a la Jerome Hughes and Nico Hines. Yeah. Um, the Serbian Seagull, who's never backward coming forward, says things that make me go, mm, segment, will that be back next week? Question mark, 5-0 resounding no. Oh, well, there we go. That's disappointing. Um, this one, Vossi, Charlie has been working with Fletch too long. That's from the Dirty Flamingo. Mm. Uh, thank you for that. Headline tomorrow morning. This is from Paulie from West Walls End. We heard from Cameron Serrata. You were very hard hitting, I thought, on Cameron. Mm. The donut story. You <laughs> you thought you had some. I don't think you under I don't think you were expecting the answer that you got, but the headline that Paulie from West Walls End has come up with Top Bulldog Malls Children's Lunchbox. Um, you know, he, he takes home the box of Frankie and Co donuts last night from the Bulldog season launch and he admits he didn't even get them home. He's pulled over on King George's Road and he's eaten them. Like, that's a, that's a good, that's a big story. Week out from the season. It is. Know. I was impressed you still had so many left. It looked like you hadn't touched well, well, I was bringing them to the team. I thought that was it. <laughs> I brought, brought them to the team. 2 a.m. Tommy's just had one, Matt White. Look at Matt White. At, oh, look at that. There's nothing more natural in. than seeing um, Matt White barehanded eating a donut, just stuffing it into his face. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, that's like when I've seen uh, like Fletch eating a banana. I mean, it's very, very <laughs> – it's like a nature show, isn't it? That's amazing <laughs> stuff. All right, so the boys are into the donuts today out here at SEN, and thank you from the Bulldogs uh, launch uh, last night. Um, now, a way to make any potential player strike action interesting for the fans could be to strike by a position. 
Imagine Clint Newton in a tuxedo pulling a number out of a barrel to indicate which first-line player in a position won't be playing in the coming round. I can't imagine there would be many uh, tears for the number 16, though. Well, that's from Rob. Rob's... um. Rob's into the mushrooms or something along those lines. <laughs> that's a really weird text, but yes. It's I'd, kind of funky. I well, like I th- it. Well, I thought he was being funny, but I don't think he got serious. Well, yeah, yeah. There's the 16 part. Um, <laughs> there you go. So they have one one player a week strikes. Is that the crux of the text? One yeah. player, he pulls out a number. This week it will be the number. Number ones. No the number backs. one strikes. They, they, they all go off. And so the competition keeps going with strike action from positions a week. It's going to make He's a fruity a, guy, Rob. He's a fruity guy. It's going to make a messy, a super coach team, isn't it? Uh, it is 17 and a half minutes to nine. Breakfast with Vossi and the missile. We're going a little off track, but we'll get on track after this. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from six till nine. Tune in through 1170 AM in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.